What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever 249th episode of Gamescast. We're almost to a milestone here. Oh, yeah. Almost to another 249.5 coming at you soon. And is anything special going to happen that day? I have no Probably idea. Not. We never yeah. plan that stuff. Let's get a cake. Yeah, let's let's get a cake today. I, I may not be here. I <laughs> cake has carbs, right? Eat it in my honor. Yeah, you may not be here next week. Wow, this is grip. What is happening? I am your host today, Imran Khan. In my honor. <laughs> Joining me today is twitch.tv slash fm3 underscore Fran Mirabella the third, the best hair. In the business. Thank you. We moved you... off the wrist commentary. I'm glad. We we're, that was the last week. That was the last week. Yeah, yeah we're we're, we're we're all about the future here. We're back at the business games cast. That's right. We're also joining me today, Mr. Nitro Rifle himself, Andy Cortez, the Twitch legend, <laughs> locked and loaded, Andy baby. Cortez. <laughs> That's what I've been working on. A little brandy. Do you not make like a cock sound? Like yeah, because it's like it's like chuku chuku, like two guns, right? So and then <laughs> two L's, locked and loaded. So when you oh up, oh, I get it. Yeah. It, does it look right in the? Is it reversed or is it mirrored? Uh, no, that's right. That's yeah, that's letter. right. That's a correct letter L. For a second, I just forgot how yes. L's looked like. So yeah, I like it. It's weird. Are your thumbs double jointed, by the way? Don't wait. Which way does it go? Oh, it is that. Like, way. Like, can your thumb do this? That's weird. What are we it? describing here? You, you, you see how my thumb, like, I can it make this. down. I can make this L sign, but then with my thumb joint right here, I can go, boop. No, I can't no. do that. That's weird. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's a double, he's got, you got to watch the show. Oh, and wait. this is why. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we're discovering something. Yeah. I can't do it as much as you can. But yeah, like, it's there. It's there. No, hands, stop it. You know I, mean? I, I have a few. You're fr- definitely double jointed. I have a few friends. <laughs> uh, a little bit. A <laughs> buddy of mine who's all his fingers are, are double jointed. So they, they end up making like little S curves. It's really gross looking. I can't do that without actually causing myself pain. What the fuck is up, I video game players? Yeah. How are we doing, video game players? So the three of us today, we're hosting the Gamescast. They left us zero instruction while they are in London. Still? We're going to burn it down. Yeah. We're the small squad. We're going to do a full playthrough small. right now. <laughs> full crazy taxi. Of the yes. very, I was honestly Dreamcast. like, I was thinking <laughs> right. like, what should we do for this podcast? Because I had no ideas. It was just us three. So I'm like... Maybe we should play a game. Maybe we should play like every game of the year candidate. Let's just shoot the shit. Yeah, you know what that I mean. Like but I, I like this. We're gonna. We're gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be a much more casual game. So why don't we start with what have we been playing since the last games cast, which is like two days ago? Sure. <laughs> I know. I know that I. I probably have the most to say because uh-huh. I haven't been on in a while. Yeah. Um, I knew, normally just come in to guest here and there. Last time I was on was the Fallen Order review. Mm-hmm. Has there two been weeks one since then? There has been one. We, yeah. we did one last week. We actually just did like another Fallen Order like commentary. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We talked about some other stuff, but that was a big. Yeah, like well, because Imran was in here. Imran yeah. was out of town. That's oh, and right. Pokemon was last week too. Gotcha. So, but Tim hadn't played it yet. Gotcha. So that was, that was well, it. I know he was saving it for the flight. I've been I've been playing a lot of that Pokemon, um, and also since this is just to go back because I've had a lot of people follow up mm-hmm. and ask me, Andy, did you ever beat Death Shining? Yeah, I did. It took me about 73 hours, so I just want to quickly oh, say that. It almost exactly the same. Um, what did you think of it? Um, I think it was good, not great. Mm-hmm. I, I do think I would have loved it, absolutely loved it, if it were, again, like we kept mentioning, uh, if it were about 20, 30 hours shorter. Right. But a lot of that time was, you know, kind of on me. But I think if so the game were overall it. shorter, I think if the, the campaign uh, was a little bit more condensed, I would have... Enjoyed it a lot more. I still enjoyed it, though. I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for that shit. I'm a sucker for the weird storytelling and the, the crazy cutscenes. And I was talking to uh, Greg after after I beat it. And I sat there and I was like, dude, the, the cutscenes kept on coming. Yeah. And oh, you yeah. know what? But here's the thing. 
I, I, I didn't want them to stop. <laughs> I wanted to keep on watching. I love I just love how every cutscene looked. The the sort of the the acting was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Earl Jenkins, his incredible performance God, that towards one the end scene. of the game. Yeah, like but he, but even then I put out a stupid tweet the other day that I was like, uh, Mads Mikkelsen will win an Oscar for different. <laughs> a lot of people were like talking shit over there. I was like, guys, <laughs> obviously it's a fucking joke, but I think Mads Mikkelsen, like, he was great in, it, in yes. those bigger scenes towards the end where a lot more importance is kind of uh, placed on his role in mm-hmm. the overall yes, story. I just thought he was fucking phenomenal. Right. I thought he was really, really good. I think the writing kind of let down the acting a little bit sure. towards the end. Sure. Because like, it's not that it was yeah. bad necessarily, but it was like, you could be more subtle about. I, I wonder yeah. if somebody told him, "Hey, no one's going to get this. You need to be more explicit." Sure, because he is very explicit about oh, yeah. everything at the end yeah. of the game. I um, it, it reminds me. I've been rewatching a lot of My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. and it reminds me. You know, after playing a game like Death Stranding, and after watching My Hero Academia, which is just like any other anime. I could just say any anime, really. But everything is super <laughs> over-explained, right? Yes. But the problem with this is that these are like AAA actors. Do where yes. and it's like yeah yeah we have to explain this superpower because blah 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 but in a video game it's it's not that it's very super serious acting yeah and everything is like very method and these guys are super in their characters where in an anime it's kind of passable because it's just silly bullshit mm-hmm. but when the when you have people like Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen uh, on screen kind of doing this crazy. Uh, monologue or whatever, and the and the over explanation is there of shit. It yeah. kind of lessens it for sure. It's I remember back when Star Wars was being filmed. Harrison Ford went out to George Lucas and he said like, "You can write this shit, but you can't say it." That's how I felt a lot towards the end of Death Stranding. Yeah, gotcha. of like, yeah. this probably looks great on paper, but saying I'm fragile but not that fragile ten times. Yeah, it's like no one was too much. Yeah, yeah, one was way too much. <clears throat> um. But yes, yeah, so, oh. so th- those are my thoughts on Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I think if if I were to put an arbitrary number on it, again, we need to get away. I, I, I keep trying to to put this into video game players' brains, right? Mm-hmm. A 5 out of 10, we need to stop thinking about it as high school and failure. middle school yeah. and elementary school. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, this isn't like are still where a that? 7 is passing and a 5 is a failure. No, for me, it's 0 to 10. It's 5 is mediocre, right mm-hmm. in the middle. Right, right, smack dab in the middle. This isn't like where anything six point nine nice, where anything six point nine and under <laughs> is a failure grade or whatever. Um, so if, if five people is mediocre, this, huh? yeah, mm-hmm. people still uh, absolutely. If five is mediocre and ten is flawless masterpiece, I'd put this at like a seven point eight or an eight. Yeah, maybe. I and think for I, me, I enjoyed it like, a lot. For me, it's probably like closer to seven or six yeah. seven. But like, I agree with you. That game is not without merit. Mm-hmm. It's just. It gets a. There are parts of that experiment that are a little unnecessary or not entirely failures, but they don't succeed. Sure. Mm. And sure. like at the end of the day, would I recommend Death Stranding to people? That's a harder question. But it's a. It is a game I would want people to experience, so I can talk about it. With oh, them. for sure. Yeah. I, I I am I have been kind of blown away because I was just expecting a lot more negativity on the internet, and mm-hmm. it could just be circles. It could be the echo chamber where, if you know. I, I mute a lot of people on Twitter, and that's just kind of for my own mental health. Yes. <laughs> Where, you know, it's not that I don't care about your opinion. It's just that, like, if I see you constantly talking shit to somebody 
or people in my circles, I probably don't want to see you on my feed pop up anymore, so I'll mute you. Mm -hmm. So it could just be that I only follow people that, you know, like-minded individuals, all that nonsense. But I, I've seen a lot of positivity from people that I follow in the community that mm -hmm. I wasn't necessarily expecting. Some people were like, yeah, this is kind of bullshit. But there, there have been several people that are just in the community, not necessarily in the industry, that bought the game and are like, fuck, I'm liking this. This is cool. Yeah. And Or people that have even beat it and are like, fuck, that was really, really good. So I, I was a lot more surprised by that sort of aspect of it. I was expecting a lot more hate and vitriol. Now, did it, you know. Oh, we should talk about Game of the Year also. Like like game yeah. awards, yeah. Keeley's game awards. Yeah, it's funny. Awards. I thought we'd be talking about that. That's a good. That's a great. It's a great topic, Fran. It is. Why don't you write that down in your little document? <laughs> that's a different doc that I'm doing. Anyway, that's how I feel about but, Death Stranding. I just mm -hmm. want to talk about them. You should talk about Pokemon. Though. Yeah, I want to get your thoughts on Pokemon. Oh yeah, we'll talk about Pokemon. How, how far are you into it? Um, I have CX badges. Okay. Uh, the girl Marnie just got me. Uh, well, spoil. I don't want to spoil anything. But she. Yeah. Um, so she got you into it. the seventh gym town. Yes. 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 So I'm a little bit further than you. Right about where you are is where I think the game starts falling apart. Oh, really? Okay. Like, there is... I, I played more last night. I finished the eighth gym. They really give up on the whole, this is a puzzle gym mentality. Like, literally, this the gym you're at, it's a straight line with trainers. The eighth gym, not even a straight line. You literally walk into a room and three trainers approach you. That's it. So they, yeah, okay. So that sort of methodology is kind of just thrown out. The yeah, they throw out. it away. It's like I think maybe it's a budget thing or a rush thing, but they gave up on the gym thing hard at the hmm. end. Did you uh, beat it yet? No, I'm okay. heading towards the championship now. There is a big like side, like a story. So every Pokemon game, you've played Pokemon games before, right? Here's my story with. Here's <laughs> okay. my past with Pokemon. <laughs> I'm I'm way more inexperienced than I thought I was, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. um, I beat red way back in the day, obviously. Beat gold, and then I beat yellow. Mm -hmm. Obviously, yellow, red, blue, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, every Pokemon game since then, except for, I believe, Ruby Sapphire. No, because that, that was Gen 3, right? Yeah, Ruby Sapphire. So Gen Four, I believe, is the one that I skipped entirely. But every generation since Gen Two, I've put maybe five to ten hours in and, and gave up just because mm -hmm. I lost interest. So like Ruby Sapphire, I barely put any time into um, X and Y. I bought X. I bought Moon. I bought uh, I bought Black. Every game since then, I've just kind of barely put time into, given up on because I just lost interest. Right. Um, and so that's my history with Pokemon. So a lot of these Pokemon are popping up. You've never seen them before. In this game. And, and I'm stoked about it. Yeah, yeah. And I expected that. I totally expected that. But there are some Pokemon popping up. And I'm like, whoa, this dude's cool. Where's he from? And my chat room will tell me, dude, he's from Gen 2. <laughs> like, fuck, I played gold. What are you talking about? Like, I don't remember that. So there's yeah. a lot of Pokemon that I have zero knowledge on. And I, I, if I said that I was a casual fan, I feel like I'm even less than that now because mm -hmm. I barely know shit about this goddamn franchise. This one, like, so you know how in every game there's like a side, there's a main story of something happening outside the gyms. Oh, of course. Like Team Rocket or yeah. like. There's always an, over, an yeah. overarching theme, yeah. Or Team Aqua and Magma and all mm -hmm. that. This one, it seems like it's happening, but you're not really involved with it. Other characters are doing it, and they do it off screen. Yeah. So, like, literally, there was a time I saw Lee run off to go do something, and then maybe five minutes later, somebody shows me a picture on their phone of Lee having done it. 
Oh. And I'm like, what? Why was I not involved with this? <laughs> I would have loved to have been there. Yeah, like this would have been a fun thing for me yeah. to get involved with. But I don't I'm enjoying the game even though I don't necessarily think it's a good Pokemon game. But I'm still like when people talk about Outer Worlds as comfort food, this is what how I feel about Pokemon. It's like yeah. this is this is exactly what I want. It's just not in it's the Barack Obama of video games. Okay. It's yeah. an incrementalist, it's genial, it's nice, doesn't do that much different. Does a couple of bad things that we've all decided not to talk about. Sure. But otherwise, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, this let's, is the, let's scrub that from yeah. history, right? Um, I, uh, I'm enjoying the game a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that was because of what Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu did for me. Right. Where that brought in this sort of, obviously, new aesthetic to everything. And I wasn't necessarily expecting to even be into that sort of vibe or whatever, but... My the the thing that I wish stayed from the Let's Go series, and I hope we get a Let's Go Gold or Silver in the future, mm-hmm. is that I I don't really want to battle na- uh, wild Pokemon anymore. And I got I think I got super spoiled on that. And yeah. I'm just I'm very casual in that sense where change the changing of that mechanic really appealed to someone like me who mm-hmm. just kind of wants to be in and out and get XP a little bit quicker and faster. Not I, I do think the XP gains are really generous. <laughs> yeah. In this game, where sure. your your whole squad is just getting like, I I remember distinctly playing you know red and gold and yellow, and your your starter Pokemon would be a level fifty, and everybody else is like twenty eight, thirty one. But now like everybody's level fifty something because we're all getting a lot of XP, a yeah, lot of similar XP. some exp- XP inflation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I uh yeah, I'm enjoying it. I I since day 1 I've kind of been of the mind that I wish all the old Pokémon were gone. And yes. I wish we only had newer Pokémon. I'm I'm I, that same way. I don't want to use old Pokémon at all. Yeah, like here, here's my and here's my my sort of thinking with it. Like if I want to change my the the foods that I eat, I'd rather not have those foods available to me at all. Right. And when I play newer Pokemon games, I just want to, I want that comfort food. And I see a Growlithe and I'm like, well, I got to take the Growlithe because I know that, you know, right. I know what that means. And I, I've always wanted these newer Pokemon games to get rid of the old ones. So I'm totally on the opposite side of the the fans being mad mm. that every Pokemon from the decks is not in there. Right. For me, it's I want to I make a new team and I want to journey through that team and make a bond with them. And like these six Pokemon are like the Pokemon that I have bonded with through a game. Yeah, for sure. And like that was harder this time because like there's only two new grass types. Period. Because I expect you to just get use older ones. Gotcha. So I'm like, well, See, I didn't yeah. even know that. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, inner things about this game that I don't know about, and possibly mm-hmm. those are probably where those are all the complaints are coming from. But when I w- when I'm playing this game, I'm always tempted to just use the old ones because I know that and I know what they are and I know what they do. Mm-hmm. And I've always just wanted to go into a new Pokemon game with brand new Pokemon and find what my new Arcanine is going to be. Yeah, find my new fucking whatever a charizard you know i want to find that new uh, replacement for it yeah you want to find your new faves yeah instead of being kind of stuck to the past you know let the you know leave the past behind friend kill it if you have to that's it is what kylo Thanks ren for said me in, this in the force awakens <laughs> yeah you playing it too no it's okay i haven't had time yet um i'm way down i saw you even finishing that control yeah i finished up control yeah yeah how mm-hmm. close were you to the end when you started last night 
I was really close. I didn't realize, but uh, I was right there at the end. So it only took me like another ninety minutes or something. Did you already? Did you already it. do the silos part by the time you started? Silos. Like when you have to raise those thing. I don't want to spoil too yeah, much. Yeah, don't spoil. But it's anything. a it's a hard combat encounter. Oh, oh, which sorry. Is not, That's exactly what yeah. I was on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, part's not fun. Yeah, it was so two nights ago. Yeah, very close to the end. Uh, yeah, I guess silos make sense to me mm-hmm. now. But you're you're basically just in a really big uh, tiered combat situation, and um, it was two a.m. You know, and I died a couple times, but I was like, well, I pretty much got this, but I don't want to frustrate myself. Plus, I want to enjoy the end. So yeah, yes. I logged off and came back to it. Well, Last we'll night. see if you enjoy the end. No, I did. I finished it. Oh, you okay. finished so, it. So yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, it just ended really weekly. That game has no ending. When, like, when, I, when it ended, I definitely was. I looked yeah. down at my phone, and I like opened up Instagram or something, and I looked back up, and the credits were rolling. I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> it feels yeah. like DLC is supposed to pick up right there. Yeah. yeah so like they, maybe that's the real ending. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. The I I guess it's kind of. So no, I didn't like sort of the uh, pace of how it ended. Mm-hmm. It felt it left me wanting, but it also felt a little in that style of episodic TV of like this is this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I definitely wanted more. But you could the first thing I said, I was like, oh, I can tell the scope of this game. You know, you could definitely tell that they, you know, we knew this about Control that they developed it faster than they normally did at yeah. Remedy. Um, smaller budget smaller budget etc but what an amazing job and challenged them to frankly I think do something they haven't done in a while and just crank out something really creative um, took some risks and uh, I want more Mm -hmm. but it definitely left me wanting more I wish there was a big thing at the end and there wasn't quite that it feels like Ashtray Maze should have ended that game yeah, it was like that big Again, set piece pace wise yes. for sure so like Maze and then I feel like I still could have used like a big boss battle type Something. There were those optional bosses, and they all were kind of bad. Yeah, they weren't brilliant, but that's what I'm saying. I was waiting for like, how do I bring this into the big, like, a big yeah. encounter instead of instead of just thing. big ads? Yes, yeah. you know, a big, big encounters a lot of ads. So, really, yeah. so, sorry, the game's I, I didn't awesome. mean to. I didn't mean to segue over to. Control. Yeah, I didn't mean to take you <laughs> out of it. By the way, I was just gonna say I've I've been quiet and looking at my laptop because um I've only really played uh, Pokemon Go and then Pokemon Let's Go recently somewhat, but mm-hmm. um I'm not the biggest Pokemon fan, just for time reasons. Yeah. I know I do enjoy it, uh, but yeah, I'm not playing this mm. at all yet and don't know when I will. I mm. think it's a lot of fun. Yes. And I, I I definitely am having a lot more fun with it than I thought I would. Um, this was a game uh, provided by Nintendo, by the way. Mm-hmm. game was provided by Nintendo. I but honestly, I probably would have yeah. bought it anyway because I mm-hmm. last time I, I streamed Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, um, it was just fun. And mm-hmm. there, there was like... Those kind of streamable, fun, memeable moments where something—if I don't catch one, or if I'm kind of freaked out—but you know, it's 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 good content, I think. Right. Uh, so I knew that I would be buying this anyway. But Tim approached me and was like, "Hey, are you gonna do you plan on playing?" Well, they sent a sword and shield. I'm taking sword. You want shield? So of course, yeah, I took it. Um, and the the pon the ponita. Oh my gosh, Fran, let me tell you about this ponita. <laughs> beautiful, a, a beautiful thoroughbred. Oh. This horse, <laughs> because in the you know you're playing in Galar. Are you aware that different? It, I don't Regional know how recently. I don't know how recently this started. Was oh, it last was it Sun gen. and Moon? Yeah, it was Sun and Moon. So they they in Sun and Moon you're playing like in this sort of uh, you know Pacific Islander sort of style place. What was it called? It was. God, I, I it was like Hawaii. You know, you start off in Kanto and Gen One, and then there's a like Koen and all that shit or Hoen. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sun and Moon uh, brought on... Alola. Alola. Yeah, Yeah, you're asking the wrong guy, because I actually thought it was Ponyta. 
I always thought it was Ponita too. So okay, well that's what I thought it was. Is it Ponita? Maybe it is Ponita. That's what I've always said. But then I think chat oh, was like, I honestly have me. no idea. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so the last gen introduced. Sorry, I brought it up. The last gen introduced these Pokemon that are exclusive to those island to those to this new world, right? Called Alola, and you would get these Alolan exclusive Pokemon that look different. Yeah. they might be a different type. So, like mm-hmm. Alolan Raichu is a psychic type. Yeah, yeah. And there was like an Alolan. Uh, Oh, oh, the the fucking tall dude with the big neck. Execute. Yeah, execute. They give you different versions or whatever, and uh, they are exclusive to those games, and they have a totally different look, a totally different fighting style. So this world, uh, this game introduced Galar, which is basically a region based on the UK. You're you're, you're kind of in an England type yeah. country. Everybody says oi. Everybody says. Right. Oh, everybody says jog on, mate. You know, everybody, everybody does all that shit. It's like us. And it's style. really heavy handed. <laughs> extremely heavy handed. It's extremely handed. But look at this Ponyta. Oh, it's just Ponyta. gorgeous. Ponyta. Ponyta. This is someone Ponyta. really fucking loving My Little Pony. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, it like, is pretty much just My Little Pony. By look the way, at, look but at, like, she's also a unicorn, so it's like, come on, she gets extra points. I know, yeah. Kevin. And then when, so when, cool. when she. So, <laughs> so in the old Pokemon games. Look po- at him having fun. In the old Pokemon <laughs> games, Ponita uh, evolved to Rapidash. In this one, she evolves into... I already fucking forgot. I've never evolved. Is this like flaming uh, No, it's, it's called a... Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, that I forgot it? what she's called. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's no? a fake... Okay. That's oh, a right. fake... Well, uh, that, was, that was disappointing. Concept like or whatever. Pegasus. Oh, oh. What's the um, evolution? Come on. A polar... A galopa. Galopa. Like galloping or whatever. That, look at that. That so is. It's just like it's that a, is so majestic. So yeah, majestic. It's insane. And whenever you ask her Galopa to do a move, she does like this fucking head oh, yeah. hair, <laughs> and her like. beautiful mane just kind of flows. But ah, yeah, I it's love like that. It, it's really cool. So Galar has um, some Pokemon that are exclusive to it. They have a Meowth friend. Let me talk about this Meowth. Yeah? It's a big ass Meowth coon. I do know this, Meowth. Thankfully, from the fa- from the front from the front view, I had a little trouble saying that. The right front there. view from the front view from the front view. This Meowth looks like a little chubby thing, right? Yeah. But then the a camera revolves around to the side. It, it's not the size of the cat. It's that's its beard. It has this oh. crazy big beard. Look at this fucker. Yeah. Wait, is, th- is that what well, it that's no, evolved into? Yeah, right, I'm sorry. Give me one Yeah, because no, no, like, that's yeah, not Meowth. Uh, 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 t- top. The top ones, Kevin. Uh, yeah, that one. It's just so f- out of Oh, like, shitty focus. images? Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is Galarian There we go. That's meowth? Galarian Meowth. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I was like, it looks like its body is kind of a big round thing, but from the back view, that's just only a beater. It still has a little tiny body. Oh, I it's see. It's a silly little vibe. Yeah. That's cool. But anyway, it's cool. And I, I think they've... Uh, I, I do hate how heavy-handed the... The Britishness in this game is it's, it's real it, British. It was totally written by somebody who just has watched fucking Downton a Abbey. Ricky Gervais show before. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's a lot of jogons. There's a lot of uh, they, they have you ever heard of this saying, Kevin? They said, "Oh, I wanted to do that, but I'm pants with that." Yes, pants with it. Like, or, oh, that's pants. pants with all that. Yeah, mm. I'm I've pants never, with I've all. I've never that. heard that. Exactly. Is that a good what? thing? Do we want to be pants with that? It's like somebody just you googled UKisms, yeah, you know, yes. and it's like really, really kind of dumb in a lot of moments. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's such really an American bad. attitude, Andy. I mean, it is. <laughs> it totally is. Which, by the way, I, I'm having this issue on the internet, guys. Oh, I'm just going to mention it really quick. One of I'm many. sure we'll dive into it more on the kind of funny podcast later. But. I've I've seen a couple of UK shows, mm-hmm. right? And some people on those shows have pronounced the word controversy. Interesting. Contro- and, 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 I, and I mean, like controversial, Gary? but 
like like controversy, but they say controversy. And I made this as a joke. And a lot of people came at me and were like, Andy, fucking nobody says it like that. And I was like, yeah, maybe you're right, but I could have sworn I heard it yeah. somewhere. I feel like I've heard that too. And then I was watching a show recently where the dude said controversy. And I was like, fuck, maybe I'm right. And I talked about it on my stream last night. Mm -hmm. And then I, I get people coming at me. You guys, you know, Andy, you're wrong. Uh, our friend Chloe is in the UK right now, filled in a room with a bunch of British people. I was like, nobody's ever said that in my, ever. But then I Googled it. And uh, uh, on the Telegraph, yeah, the Telegraph website, you know, mm -hmm. you heard of them. Yes. They're from the UK. Yes. And they mentioned, so. yes, you know, I think this is like the American culture has changed controversy to controversy. Oh, they think that's been changed. Well, remember, there are the dialects within there as exactly. well. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, it so might be some portions. Of like aluminium. Yes. You know? Anyway, I like video the, games. that it's become a controversy. Of yeah. how you pronounce controversial. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'll just be happy when we can stop spelling favorite without a U. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my I'm favorite. Sorry. I just my can't favorite do thing it. the other day, I had to point we don't this do out. that here. I had to point this out to Nick and Tim, uh, who have now, who have since died. Yeah. But uh, we saw a tweet wow. from uh, from Troy Baker, and Troy Baker said something along the lines of like, "This is my favorite thing," and he spelled favorite with a letter U. I was like, "Oh, that's Yo, the most Troy Baker thing in the world." God dang it. You know what I mean? I remember, did, yeah. I remember getting into a drunk argument when I was – I lived in England for a bit. I remember getting into a drunk argument with someone who was, like, yelling at me saying, you guys spell armor actually wrong. And I'm like, I have no response to that because you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we do spell it wrong, but I'm not going to put a U in it for any reason. Everybody knows – I'm more open to that one. People in, in the UK created armor, so they have the rights yes. to it. <laughs> Also, the color. Right the color, they I'm like, color works, works better without the U. Fuck them. They're wrong about color. <laughs> <laughs> the, Engli are. the English language isn't derived from they anything are. else. Like, okay. Um, We're all wrong, basically. Anyway, Pokemon's cool, man. Yeah. I'm definitely enjoying it. It's it's a fun little jaunt, and the uh, animation's the really cool. I, I, I'm really excited for the franchise to keep progressing. Yeah. Because I would love to see one day the look of it. I want the visual fidelity of, like... Uh, a Dragon Quest, or yeah, like would Breath of the Wild be no Kuni, which is why it's a little disappointing because like this is a game that exists on a console with Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, and Dragon Quest Eleven looks so much better. Yeah, but like yep. I still, I'm still enjoying this game. I want them to take two years off, or a year off at least, and just make a better game. Oh, the they'll take it. four. <laughs> gotta be careful. Which I think nah, is they fun. probably yeah. Will. yeah, but see. Aren't they just going to take the same engine and they'll make some quality of life improvements, but it's going to look the same and it'll be instead of Sword and Shield, it's going to be... This, I mean, this know. is a new engine for them, so it's presumably they're going to spend more time getting used to it. Instead of but Sword that, and Shield, it'll, it'll be brick and be, mortar. It yeah. will only be, yeah, maybe a couple of years, but it's going to look the same, roughly speaking. You, there's a lot you could do once you understand an engine better. Like, holy yeah. shit, the wild area online. It is like the worst... Perf yeah, I don't I know how a game... Uh, yeah, but like performance-wise... If yeah, you go I, online in the wild area, it runs like not, a not so good. bad PS2 game. It is like, look, I'm not even trying to be angry video game guy right now. Yeah, but like, it's pretty fucking unacceptable. Yes, that it Nintendo's online that services still perform this way. Like, yeah. it's so the, these wild areas, Fran. They're kind of just a big, wild, open world, open roaming yeah. area. It's where you can meet other players. Yeah, I mean, you don't really do anything with them. Like, they're not... Yeah. I, but like, they're around. Yeah, they're around. And when you connect to the internet, 
it just straight up chugs as if you are on oh. like uh, DSL internet Weird. or something like that. It's really get all this like it's lagginess. pretty terrible. It's, has anyone tried connecting to the internet with a USB? Dongle? I have. Yes, I, I'm hardwired. It's not better. No, I am hard. I am it, always hardwired. It's the netcode is just bad. It's uh, really yeah. really That's terrible. Um, so I was gonna say it's just, they have no experience with it apparently. But it's also and not shocking when very little. when I, the the first and only time I played Mario Maker Two online, which was a couple months ago, I was like. Okay, that's this is what I expected because you know why? Smash Online fucking sucks too. And yeah. when I would play that game yeah. with my chat, if one person in the internet has, if one person in the game has Mario Kart. mediocre internet, like it just strikes everybody yeah. down. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really disappointing, man. I, I don't understand. Wh- I don't understand why they don't put more of an emphasis when they know that's been their weakness for such a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the Nintendo win. It's it's bullshit because. Man. And it's I want going change. to sell yeah. 13 million copies. That's why. Their, and they know it. Their new, their new Year's resolution. <clears throat> I was gonna get say, to that later. I was going to say their New York res- resolution. Their New Year's resolution should be to improve their just everything online. Yes. I would love that. And my online res- my New Year's resolution, I'm going to go to the gym more, friend. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> to improve your online. More yeah, yeah. <laughs> to perform. Yeah. <laughs> to improve my net code. <laughs> That's it. So I'm going to check it. Jedi Fallen Order. I'm not finished yet. I've gotten a little bit further. Yeah. Uh. Last week when I talked about it, I was like, I'm not, uh, this game is fine. I'm not really yeah, feeling. It wasn't clicking. It, it has now clicked. Yeah. One, awesome. Uh, yeah. We said this yeah. on the show too. I said, I think when you get farther. Yes. I thought I did anyway. And it sounds like it's starting to come to fruition. Yeah. One, pretty once, far now. Because the game, what I, a criticism I would give the game, it does not teach you how to play it well. So you can fall into a lot of bad habits with yep. regard to like the fighting system. Mm-hmm. So like there was, I committed my mind on Twitter. There's an encounter with three fucking spiders and a slug. It's just like, why am I here? Why this just feels awful? I was never countering those spiders because, like, why? Why? Almost everything is dodgeable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was playing it like a Souls game, which is dodge out of the way, strike, dodge out of the way, whatever. Yeah. Once somebody on Twitter told me, actually, just counter all those the lunges, they die in one hit. Mm -hmm. Which also a little kind of bullshit because nothing else does that. But it, once I learned that, I was like, okay, well, I should be parrying everything a lot more, yeah. mm-hmm. which made the game a lot better. And then once I got, like, force pull and all that jazz and, like, the double jump, all of it made more, a lot more sense with me. Yeah, you just yeah. start to feel more powerful. And, yeah, you're more effective. Like, mm-hmm. I think – I forget why the comic came up, but you did make – it was some kind of comment like that. You're like, I don't know. It felt like – I don't know if you said flat or, like mm-hmm. – there's something about it that it seemed more one-dimensional to you or something. And I was like, oh, but that's because – they want you to feel underpowered. Right. And when you earn that simple thing like the pull, it really, you're like, holy cow. And that to me, that's what it was. I think somebody was talking about maybe wanting everything uh, like control or maybe that yeah, was that's it, right? What... And I just want to feel all the power. I was like, it's just such a different game. Uh, and I appreciate that. You know, control is really cool. You can't use your powers every second, mm-hmm. but you use them a lot. A lot more frequently. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in Fallen Order, um, you know, it was very Metroid Prime, uh, or sorry, Metroidvania style. And, and just when you earn the next power, I, I thought it was so liberating and just like exciting. Uh, elating was the word I was looking for. So it was like <laughs> yeah. all the above. But yeah. man, when you get that next power, and especially towards the end, and, and yeah. you're, pr- you're almost actually, yeah, another interesting spot. You mentioned where you're mm. at. Um, I got this one. That one sk- is yeah. going to be pretty cool too. I got this one skill that like pulls everyone just around you, 
So like, combi- in, yeah, yeah, and like combining that with the ability to change your lightsaber type, right, the with switch. a combo, it's like that is so fucking fun. Of like yeah. doing that and immediately going double lightsaber and spinning it around you. That's when it starts to feel cool, man. Yeah, when it throws it, you throw it around you. Yeah, like no, like, the you know when you switch between your normal lightsaber and the double. Did you grab that? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a double skill. upgrade. I love skill. that. Move. That's like one but, of the best skills in the game. Yeah, yes. that's a really good move. Because yeah, um, you just start feeling so. Uh, powerful switching between the two back and forth. What difficulty are you playing on? Uh, Jedi Master. Okay, so I... That's the sweet spot. I, I, wa- I wanted to clarify, because la- when we did the review, I got the names mixed up. Mm-hmm. So f- so that's hard, right? That's like the one one up above, like, three out of four. If it's, like, if it's four, easy, hard. normal, hard, very hard, yeah. you it's, played on hard. It's okay. story, yeah. three, right? Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, Jedi Grandmaster. I went yeah. one up from whatever the default was. I had I had the names wrong. So yeah. um, That's Jedi Knight is one up. I played I played about 30% of the game on hard, mm-hmm. and, then I dropped to, and then I dropped to normal. Jedi Knight. Yeah, yep. Jedi okay. Knight. So I had the names wrong. So, you know, I, I, I probably got the names mixed up, too. I think I'm playing on Jedi Knight. The one right up from story mode. Yes. Yep. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. Yep. See, that's the same thing happened to me. So the um, the uh, I, I mentioned how some of the combat. Yeah, I, I do agree with you, Imran, that it doesn't. A lot of the encounters towards the end, mm-hmm. a few of them towards the end, made it feel like a different game to me. Yeah. Um, because they are a lot more single person focused. And you have to really, really um, concentrate on parrying. Yeah, the sister fights are amazing. Yeah, and, and I think they're great, you know, because you, you, you break their stamina so and you cool. see their stamina being dropped and that's when they, they're vulnerable or whatever. Mm. But um, I, I mentioned that and then somebody in the comments was like, well, yeah, that was a surprise to Andy because he mentioned that he played it on normal for 30% and then he dropped to story mode for the rest of it. So in story mode... It's a lot of just hack and slash, and it feels easier. Mm. And I was like, oh, no, 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 wait. I fucked up. I didn't play on story. I played on... You went on hard. I went from hard to normal. to normal. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's still, you know, fairly challenging in some moments, but I, I do think that the uh, throughout a lot of the, the early parts of the game, it felt like I was playing a different video game towards the end with some of the different encounters. Mm-hmm. It just felt a, a little bit different to me. So I just wanted yeah. to clarify that I... I didn't go from normal to easy. I went from hard to normal. Yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. it's so cool finding these enemies you feared at one point. Like the, when I went back to Dothamir and Dothamir, whatever, yep. and fought like the Night Brother. It's like these guys kicked my ass at first, and now I'm literally throwing them away. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing there's nothing better than, and I I think it, a lot of it goes into the uh, the satisfaction I get from when I play Overwatch and I. I'm Roadhog and I pull somebody into yeah, totally. off the ledge, or if I'm Lucio and I boop somebody off the ledge and I yeah. kill him, I love the feeling of force pushing. I see off three people, I'm like, I'm gonna position myself where I can only just force push you because I just it's really cool and it feels yeah. good. Instant kill, you know. I fucking love doing that to purge troopers that are always like these huge badasses, like fight me. Yeah, I'm like boop. Yep. Yeah. I saw, um, was it Lucy O'Brien or Lucy James or Lucy something? Oh. Um, but one of them had just, what are the little, um, they're like R2-D2 style droids, whatever those are called. Yeah, the, the little. The Imperial ones. Yeah. yeah, the Imperial the ones, right? Yeah, they're oh. black. Uh, but so he was just at a legend. I don't know if it was the first time they ever did it. It seemed like it, but they were like, oh, what are you doing here? And they were like, boop, and it goes, <laughs> and you hear like that fading, you yeah. know, classic sound. I was like, that is so hilarious. <laughs> like they just nailed like the sound effect that made it such a payoff. And I never did that in the game. There's a lot of little stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, once I got force pull, I was using it a decent amount, but then I didn't realize it was so powerful 
because it does take up a lot of your force. You just pull them in, and you're like, and you just stab them to death, and it's a move, and yeah. you can do that on so many Some things. Some will get away from you if you try to do it. Some, but, yeah. yeah, if they're powerful, and actually, like, one of the enemies in the game, you are several, but there's a, uh, the one with the spear, and you try to pull it, and it, and if you never tried it, you would never notice this, but it puts its spear in the ground, and it stops itself, and it's like, it's scraping yeah. on the ground as you try to pull and it, it towards you. you still pull him towards you, like, he'll, you, like, attack you as he's coming yeah. towards yeah. you. It's, it's so, like, all these little touches. Or, like, um, slugs can't be pushed or pulled because they're just stuck to the ground. Slugs, I guess, yeah. The um, it, It's cool. Once all the, once everything comes together. Yeah. And so I do think yeah. there's a lot more, based on my fighting style and based on what I've seen on the internet, There, the, the combat goes a lot deeper than I initially thought, similar yeah. to when I played God of War. Yeah. Um, and that that was showcased by the Twitter account. I'm trying to find it. The one that the dude that always Shuni Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shuni Legend. Um, he gifted out uh, a really awesome one where he pushed the Imperial. He pushed the uh, the stormtrooper or whatever the hell it was. I think it was. It might have been the 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 uh, purge trooper. The purge trooper yeah. pushed it off the ledge and it was about to fall off. And then he pulled him back <laughs> and did the stab. So, like, the guy was going to fall off. He, had he not baited him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He pushed him off, pulled him back, and stabbed him. And I think That's I, hilarious. It's kind of funny you're a Jedi. It's like you're probably one of the worst mass murderers in the universe. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, for they're sure. all bad people and slugs. It's fine. All right. They're dark side slugs. Today's Kind of Funny Games cast is brought to you by Trojan Condoms. STDs are at an all-time high in the U.S., with half of all new STDs occurring in young people ages 15 to 24, yet condom use is on the decline. Only one in every three sex acts involves a condom among singles. 62% of couples stop using condoms regularly after the two-month mark in a sexual relationship, and 78% stop using condoms after only the six-month mark. Despite common fears of judgment or embarrassment, less than 2% of people actually pass judgment when they see a guy buying condoms. The rest think he's being smart and responsible, think nothing at all, and also, it's just none of their business. When you're buying a condom, shopper, you only need to spend an average of seven seconds at the shelf, partially a function of the embarrassment or fear of judgment, but you shouldn't worry about it. You don't actually need to be embarrassed or feel judged when buying condoms. Everybody does it. We all need condoms for sexual activity. Trojan brand condoms help protect against both un- unintended pregnancy and STDs. Trojan has a reliability of a brand that has done this for over 100 years. In a modern and evolving world of sex, one filled with swipes, or with swipes right, dating apps, and emojis, Trojan is here to be your guide as the most trusted brand in sex. Trojan's brand purpose is centered around enabling confident sex exploration for all sex-having people. Trojan has over 30 different varieties of condoms to choose from. Thin, ribbed, lubricated, non-lubricated, latex, non-latex. We have some of the varieties right here. There's the Trojan Nirvana, which is a collection of, let's see, 10 lubricated latex condoms. It's about uh, Ari Lincoln's painting, so it's a pretty cool thing already. (laughs) There's the Magnum. Got this? Go for it. Do not get a condom that's way too small. That's not going to be good for anyone. The bear skin, my personal preference. Another Nirvana. I'm taking some of these home. Kevin, I'm stealing some of these. Okay. If you you are sexually active in any way, you need a condom. Uh, Pick up Trojan condoms wherever you get your condoms. You can pick up Trojan condoms here or or online wherever you need to. Kind of Funny Gamescast is all to you, brought to you by Logitech today in the Pro X Gaming Headset. 
Designed in collaboration with and for pro gamers for advanced comms and precision audio, this is the first Logitech G headset to feature Blue Voice microphone technology. This gives you a choice of real-time voice filters to reduce noise, add compression, and de-essing, and ensure that your voice sounds richer, cleaner, and more professional. Features soft foam ear pads wrapped in premium leatherette and breathable velour to keep you comfortable no matter how long the game goes on. There's a lot of headsets that like you wear glasses and you try to put them on, like smash your ears against the glasses it is incredibly uncomfortable from what i understand these logitech headsets do not do that pro x has some serious next gen surround sound virgin 2.0 takes 7.1 channel surround sound further than ever with enhanced bass rendering audio clarity and proximity cues and most importantly a new level of distance awareness differentiates between near field and far field audio so you can pinpoint your enemy's location far more quickly and accurately than ever Pro-X joins the complete setup of Logitech G gear developed in close collaboration with top eSports pros. With Logitech G's most advanced tech and focused design, nothing gets in the way of winning. For a limited time, Logitech G is offering our listeners 10% off any of their products at LogitechG.com. Use code KINDA for 10% off today. That's 10% off all Logitech G products if you purchase from LogitechG.com with code KINDA. We're also st- also brought to you by Logitech's G915 Lightspeed Wireless RGB Mechanical Gaming Keyboard. The G915 is the most advanced gaming keyboard ever made. Logitech G has combined sophisticated design, cutting-edge technologies, and breakthrough engineering to bring you the ultimate wireless keyboard. The Logitech G915 is a new class of mechanical gaming keyboard featuring breakthrough lightspeed technology with super-fast one-millisecond report rate. Lightspeed wireless makes issues like lag time a thing of the past. G915 is engineered with LightSync. Logitech G... G's amazing next-gen RGB lighting. With LightSync, you can customize the lighting colors of any and every key and even synchronize your keyboard to light up with a match of your games, music, and videos. I have a Logitech mouse that has that same technology. Whenever Borderlands I die in it, it starts flashing a little bit. It's a pretty cool effect. Features high-performance new mechanical gaming switches. The low-profile switches give you supreme gaming speed and accuracy at half the height of traditional switches. That means smoother, more comfortable key presses from your opening to attack to victory. Premium quality inside and out, incredibly thin, beautiful aluminum alloy top plate. Ultra durable keys, refined media controls, and customizable G keys to execute complex actions with a single keystroke. The rechargeable battery power skew through even the longest gaming section with 30 hours of non-stop battery life with a quick three-hour charge. For a limited time, again, Logitech G, offer, Logitech G is offering our listeners 10% off any of their products at LogitechG.com. That means including this keyboard and including the headset we just talked about. Go to LogitechG.com, use code KINDA for 10% off today. That's 10% off all Logitech G products with promo code KINDA. We're also brought to you today by Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers you smarter interest rates to help you pay off the high-interest credit card debt. Greg himself needed this when he first moved here to San Francisco. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you, and they understand that they make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. The best part? Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day. 
Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry up to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Search your rate for it only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kfgames, games, games. So, Andy, you wanted to talk a little bit about what our game of the decade is. Not yeah. kind of funny necessarily, just ours. Yeah. 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 I also want to do that, but I'm going to take in calls from the sh- or people yeah, as well. Yeah, we should do the calls because let's do calls. Oh, man. Yeah. Kevin, I'm, I'm looking for this gift because I really want to Yeah, please send it to yeah. We an hour into the show already, Kev? Uh, well, there's we did the a pre-show. pre-show. That was with yeah, pre-show. Yeah. So it was 40 minutes, I think. Gotcha. But yeah, so uh, do you want me to put the, the number up? Yeah, go ahead and put the Are number there any up. Rules you want to put up before I do this? Uh, I will hang up on you if I don't like what you're saying. Sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And like, you will get like edited super fast. out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the first uh, call will go smoothly. You will get edited out and nobody will hear from you ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't leave voicemails. We won't hear them. So if you get in, great. Otherwise, we're here to talk about our game of the decades. Studio phone number is up right beneath you. You guys can't see it, but it's there. Oh, cool. I see it on your end, Kevin. Oh, all right, cool. That ruined my plan Give to us call, call in ourselves. Let us ask <laughs> us anything. Um, oh, were you planning on calling the, the man, game the of the decade? Well, it was going to be a joke, but <laughs> yeah. now I can't. Game of the decade, it's funny because there's so Breath of the Wild. much stuff, but yeah, there's some obvious ones. Yeah. Breath of the Wild, I think it would be. Because I saw you glancing at Polygon's list, which is a list I'm not sure I agree yeah. with in a lot I of ways. I went through a bunch. Yeah, the Giant Bombs. I went through somebody. Called Paste Magazine. I've never heard I used of to them there. actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, All right, Santa Tico. There's so much stuff. Like for and when you said personal, it's a good way to put it because like I'm like, oh dang, that's right. Minecraft came out mm-hmm. within the decade. I'm like, if I was like critically ranking stuff, it'd be on there. My personal list. I'm like, I just didn't get into Minecraft, so it's not on my list. It would be had I played it. Here, yeah, here's this gift really quick. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, um, let me, I'm gonna wait for it to restart. Oh, and we got a call. It's okay. We can still watch the gif in the meantime. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> You're on so kind good. of funny. That's the That's so rad. Is this Bob? Oh, kebabs. Oh, kebabs. Yeah. Okay. And you said personal is a good way to put it. And also, Wait. please lower your volume in the background. Okay. It's just like a radio. Wait, I'm actually on. Yeah. Yep, you're on. Holy crap. I thought I'd have more time to think about it. Oh, son of a bitch. Hang up on him. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to let it go. Let's... Oh, it's My funny. I heard the game of the decade would probably be Spider Man. Oh. Game of the decade is Spider Man. I can agree with that. I'm not necessarily agree with that. I can see it. I can see the argument for it. Yeah. Well, well he's not going to hang up on well, you. Well, everyone knows that the winner will be Breath for the Wild. But mine is Spider-Man. I don't know. I think there's some... Well, um, like, most people would probably expect me to say God of War, but Spider-Man is actually the one that made me cry at the end, not God of War. Hmm. No spoilers. I don't remember uh, how Spider-Man ends, so I'm not sure I cried. Spider-Man has that really cool story beat that does that did kind of hit me emotionally, but for the seven hours prior to that, where well, I'm just kind of endlessly fighting mobs, and it's like I just want to get to the big story beat whenever that does come. So, mm-hmm. but I could totally see an argument for Spider-Man. Yeah, very yeah. very good. Yeah, game of the decade. Thank All you. right, thank cool. you for your call, Kebabs. You're welcome. Oh. All right. Uh, wow, just like that. You can always call back. Yeah, no. Yeah, so just to say bye. So my my uh, mine is definitely God of War. I mean, if you if you've ever heard me talk on any game show, mm-hmm. I think um, God of War for me. See, we're gonna run into this problem. It's okay. All right, I told you guys to take the phone 
No, it's fine. I'm going to let him talk. We don't yeah, necessarily no, we need to hear from Hey, what's up? Is that a speaker? You're on the Kind of Funny Games cast. Hey, what's up? Hey, can you guys hear me? This is the nanobiologist. Hey, Hello, nanobiologist. nanobiologist. We can hear you perfectly. Hey, guys. Good to talk to you all. Indeed. I am in my room sick at Disney World right now. Oh. It's a good excuse to talk to you guys today. Bad funnel cakes. Yeah. <laughs> so, my question is, every year or generation, there's one gimmick feature that every game has or tries to shoehorn in. What is one feature that you loved and one that you hated that oh, every year had? Like this year is just bad question. marketing decisions would be one. All right. What, so his question was, what's one gimmick you liked and one you hated? Got it. Got it. All right. Thank you for your call, nanobiologist. All right. Fran, I want you to is that how this works? take this off the hook. Okay. Because you did all the studying. You studied the technology. <laughs> all right. Yes. See you later. Great. That's a great question, nanobiologist. Yeah, I just did. He's watching on I stream. I just did, actually. Yeah. 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 Kevin, I listen to a lot of Levitar show, oh, right? I know sorry, how they do with Sorry, I just hung up on someone. Okay. It's fine. It's off the hook. It's yeah. off the hook. All right. All right. Um, a gimmick that we liked and a gimmick that we hated. Um, I'd say I probably hated rocking the baby <laughs> to sleep in Death Stranding. Oh, that was not great. Yeah. I um, shook that baby more than I wanted especially to. Especially in, in rougher, tense moments. It especially ratcheted up the intensity of moments where I'm just like, oh, I'm already kind of, I, I'm feeling my my back muscles really tense right now, and I just need to, <laughs> you need to just shut the fuck up, baby, you know? <laughs> I Sorry, I was making sure that was off the hook. What was the, there was someone on the line, the by ba- the way, I apologize. Rocking the baby in Death Stranding. It's fine, okay. this is not a thing that we're caring yeah. all that much about. But, and that's something that was shoehorned <laughs> in just to that game, you think? I think so. The, like the control using the controller. Just the whole. I mean, like you could use triggers if you wanted, but not even necessarily the the how you did it. It was the the why and the mm-hmm. the having it. Like I I I think it was neat at first, but then towards the end of a seventy three yeah. hour journey, <clears throat> to have um, to stop and like get your baby to be quiet. Yeah. Which yeah, I agree. Like the relationship was cool, and it developed that relationship that you actually had to care enough to stop it from crying, and that yeah. was the message. Yeah. Um, debatable. I think the way the game is, like, I think it's fine. You know, there's so much weird stuff in the game. I mean, speaking of God of War, which we'll get back to in a second, I don't think I really dug the camera is always behind you thing. Hmm. Like, oh, I, really? I, it was a very cool idea that was like, I'm amazed they executed it so well, but it also kind of made me motion sick. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Like, when certain things would happen where it does adjust the camera and just create us very fast, or forward, turning very fast. Like, okay, this is a little too blurry for me right now. Like, if I focus on Kratos as the focal point, then it's fine. Sure. If I'm looking yeah. at the rest of the screen, I start getting a little like. It's like if you spin around in a circle in a chair, but you just look at your finger the whole time, you should no- you should probably be okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I thought that. I think the always on camera, the no cuts stuff in God of War is like probably the most perfectly executed thing yes. I've ever ha- experienced in a game where they had their vision, they stuck to it, and I think it was all for the better. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. I'm just making sure. I don't hear anything Yeah, anymore, you, can, you can see that we're like, the seconds are counting. They um, are, but last time somebody was on the line. It's oh, now really? it's just dead, but that's nah, fine. we would have heard him. Uh, um, can, I chi- can, I, can I chime in? Of course, I, Kevin. I've, I've got two of them. I, I want to look at games that were a little bit older. Go for um, it. Of the with, decade. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're not, still going not back too to much that. older. I just went last year. Oh, <laughs> but, we'll um, go back to God of War. After and then this are we one. taking but, but another I, question so have, after, this? after the God of War? Yeah, maybe. yeah I, I have two, two of them uh, for last year, which Red Dead Redemption, 
the realism where it was like a little bit it was too much mm-hmm. where like I, Red it, Dead I, 2 I, yeah Red Dead 2 where it's just like I didn't find it fun I don't want to have to eat right I don't want to have to worry about like my horse gonna trip on this and die and then I have to lose a horse and get oh, another man. one it, it was too much I like, can you imagine it? if it got to the point where your character woke up with like a your knee was hurting and like you know your character couldn't <laughs> yeah. walk correctly for that day <laughs> um and it's one of those things where like in breath of the wild when uh, your horses die it's cool to like be able to go to a place and bring them back horse uh, heaven yeah <laughs> right exactly uh, and then the other one that i wanted to talk about was monster hunter mm-hmm. uh the playing multiplayer yeah and... multiplayer in that game is really not great slow down slow down i actually love playing no okay i mean playing with a friend through the story yes yeah. yes and it was like the having to watch the the videos and like waiting for the other person to finish and then be able to join your group it was all a bit of a hassle yeah you could tell that was probably something that they hadn't fully tested out. And then when the day got there, they're like, oh, this is probably going to be a problem, this mm. whole cutscene thing. Because it was a thing in other Monster Hunter games where you just you would be in the same hunt and you just all watch the same cutscene. Yeah. yeah. And I guess there was probably maybe some like netcode glitch or something that was causing issues. It's like, all right, screw it. We can't fix it. Let's yeah. just work on it. Probably lower on the... Uh, th- that's more of a, a convenience thing and less of a this is going to severely ruin the game thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw a tweet recently about just game development in general, where it was like, guys, we. I hate that I have to remind everybody of this, but we don't purposely put bugs in games. We don't, you <laughs> yeah. know, like the, we yeah, also ga- care about. Yeah, the game. games have games have issues and stuff like that. And when you, at the end of the day, there is a budget, and if a small quality of life thing sucks but there's a bigger issue the bigger issue is always going to get fixed first right so the smaller things that may just kind of be little nuisances and annoying every once in a while those always get pushed down to the priority list because the bigger issues always get covered first because that's just that's just how uh, companies work and that's how you know budgets work yeah known shippable is the term that people use in qa of like we know this is here but we can't really fix it we don't have the time or money exactly and then, Maybe uh, in the day one patch. One more that I want to bring to attention that is uh, the division one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the scaling was terrible. Mm. Uh, oh. That being said, I feel like battle. What, what is the Borderlands? Borderlands. Thank you. Um, the scaling great is great. Yes. They fucking nailed it. Good on them. That great is by scaling. far like the best new addition to Borderlands yeah. in three. Just being able to hop in and play with each other. Yeah. yeah. Andy, tell me a bit more about God of War. Yeah, I just think it's a game that did everything perfect for me. Mm-hmm. I. Or or next to near perfect. Where a lot of other games that I've definitely enjoyed, there have always been weaker spots to it. But I think it it did everything for me in terms of telling a I thought a beautiful story with you know awesome character moments. Yeah. Um, and learning and growing to care about you know these two characters that you're walking with the whole time, mm-hmm. and even other side characters that you didn't necessarily think you would fall in love with. I think it just did a great job with narrative. But um, I've talked about this before. You know, The Last of Us and Uncharted are some of my favorite games, mostly because of their narrative. But I didn't necessarily love playing them. They never felt great to me. Um, the Last of Us, it, it's really, really stressful. And, right. like, the, it's not like the super fun combat, to me at least. So playing that game, playing those games, I normally just go from cutscene to cutscene. I want to get to the next story beat. I want to get to the next part. 
Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of strategy in there and sneaking around for clickers and, and things like that. But with God of War, I that style of combat is such my jam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care about getting to the next cutscene necessarily, even though I love the story. But the moments of exploration and the open worldness of it, um, to a degree, uh, I I think is just so masterfully done. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. it's one of the few games that when I beat a game, I rarely go back to it. But it's one of the few games that I went back to go, you know, continue to try to take down uh, the Valkyries and all that yeah. stuff. I just thought everything in terms of execution with direction and acting and characters and story and combat, everything was so like superbly done to me. Yep. See, like speaking of the writing, it was amazing to me that they made me care about Kratos, a character I genuinely did not like in previous games. Like I didn't like God of War against before this, honestly. Yeah. Like Kratos himself seemed like a big, he was like the teenager's idea of what a video game protagonist is supposed to be, mm-hmm. which I, I mean, a lot of us That's are That's one reason why I never liked Gears of War. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the bro-y. The, 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 the big muscly bro dude that I was yeah. like, I can't connect with this guy. I don't give a shit really yeah. about this franchise. Kratos was a weird psychopath and pretty like, which is, that was the game was that he was an angry guy that was literally ripping wings off Icarus and he was like getting into threesomes in a bathtub. <laughs> I was like, that's not appealing to me. But then they, I played through God of War, the new one. And I was like, oh, there's like depth to this character that he, the writers understood that it was important for Kratos to understand that the old Kratos was bad. Mm-hmm. And he, he himself has remorse about that life. Yeah. So he moved on and he's become a stronger, better person because of it. And I think that's what really atta- attracted me to the game. It's like, okay, they get it. Mm-hmm. Th- so this is a game for people like me who didn't like that style of writing before. Yeah, I yeah, I just I just think about going back and reliving those big set piece moments. Yeah. You know, when you're taking down that giant dragon, I I, I already forget the name, and yeah. it, but it's one of the giant fights where just the way the cutscenes were interwoven with combat mm-hmm. and it's again it's always the the no cut camera thing which is just super impressive to me that's a, whenever you pull off gimmicks like that it's such a an easy way for me to be like whoa this is something that i could share with people that are not really into games and mm-hmm. just show them this you know um my mind immediately goes back to i think like that the the end of that one True Detective episode where it was like a nine-minute no-cut scene. Mm-hmm. And, and like shit like that, little yeah. gimmicks like that that like are, children of man or, I think, yeah. really impressive uh, things to pull off. But yeah, that one dragon fight where you're taking it down, you end up sliding down, and then like Kratos lands and the dragon falls behind you. Yeah. And its mouth is open and you're kind of in the opening of where the mouth would be. Mm-hmm. And just things, uh, they, they made everything so grand. You know, that the, there's that one area with the the dead giant in the ground mm. that it, it's so cool whenever you see things of scale put to such a good use. Yeah. 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 It reminds you you're still tiny in a yeah. world of like literal giants. Yeah. Yeah. That right. masterful is the word for that game. Yeah. It's almost certainly my game of the decade. Uh, it's just like you said, my jam. I love all of those elements, but it does everything so well. And you don't see many games that are able to, yeah, not only just take an idea like, oh, it's going to be a no-cut camera that follows you the whole time. Like, yeah. okay, cool. Like, what's that mean for the gameplay? Uh, as it turns out, it, it does make it very intimate and interesting, and and you're following him through the whole story. But anyway, the the RPG elements, you know, the combat, the the way you can fight is 
uh, you know, you can change up your combat so much. Mm -hmm. But then the sense of exploration, which I always love in games, you know, I think that's what you guys probably hear the most from me is I always like I always like the journey of discovery and then that feeling of power you get. And that is for me why I play games and why I got hooked on them in the first place and why, you know, Zelda when you first get the sword and then you get the bomb and that's always appealed to me and it takes all of those classic things, but just it just does everything so masterfully. And yeah, yeah like boss fights as well. Like boss fights are so hard to do, but I don't remember ever encountering like a boss and feeling like, well, that boss was like, eh, you know, like it, it would be easy to be like, oh, there's not a whole lot of bosses. There was a couple of times that there's game big where I was enemies, like, but I mean, like, just like the ogres, I feel like a boss. Particularly, God, what was the place like, called? The named ogres, right? Hades. Hades, Hades, where you're just like, oh, this is just the ogre again. Yeah, that, that that's the sure. only drawback that I have for this game, and it's such a minor complaint for me. Yeah. But I do think that if there were, if there was more enemy variety, that it would be. An a, it would yes. be a 15 out of 10 for me. Yeah. When really it's just a 13 out of 10 for me, right? right. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That's it a starts minor so grade. strong with the battle against a stranger, and it sets a tone of like, oh, these boss fights are going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. But and that's... there's like a couple of those that are so, like the dragon you mentioned. Yeah. But for the most part, I was like, I could have done a few as fewer ogres yeah. in general. Yeah, but the combat there's there are quite a bit of different enemies, and even if there's iterations on them, like meaning you do that's you what are I mean, just iterations. Yeah, yeah, you do get into a lot, a lot of them of are color combat. swaps. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like there was that one cave i guess that was like it had two giants or two ogres and they're mm-hmm. just like different in color sure like, yeah. okay yeah you get into i i really enjoyed fighting them actually though and i feel like the valkyries i think they should have replaced the not made the valkyries optional they should have been part of the put main them story. in the middle yeah. of it yeah yeah to go back to kebab's recommendation anyway, or, or selection i think uh yeah i think breath of the wild is totally you know yeah should be on that list somewhere at least mm-hmm. it's it's a close one for me as well definitely and with how God of War um, was so good with its uh, no-cut camera. Mm-hmm. The gimmick for me in, in Breath of the Wild that really shines is its its systems, and it's I think it's an engineering fucking like masterpiece where uh, how every system is interwoven. How if it rains, it puts out the fire. If if it's hot outside and you pull out the fire arrow, you explode. If it if you're near water, you shoot electricity. Like everything works the way yeah, you would. Yeah, all the physics. Everything is just so logical in mm-hmm. that game. And and to me, again, I was only in game development for like three years. But when mm-hmm. I was in it, like the amount of work that I know went into developing all these systems to work with, against, and for each other. Yeah, is is a it's a fucking achievement. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the other day about a time like I was lost in a storm, Breath of the Wild. And like I got surrounded by those drone uh, guardians, mm-hmm. the ones that like fly around. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this right now. I'm gonna have to either run or like fight my way out. And I got cornered. So what I ended up doing is I threw one of my swords because it was like a thunderstorm. So like it was going to hit me anyway. Like the lightning, if I had that mm-hmm. sword out. Yeah, like you couldn't keep it on you anyway. Yeah. So I took the magnet, pushed that sword against the drones. And just let the lightning strike them. Oh wow! And I was like, oh, wow. I can't fucking believe that worked, That's but it got so my way badass. out of it. Yeah. That's, That's really cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It is amazing, like how differently you can play that game. Well, it, it's also like so you gotta hang it up to take that, another call, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say that there's a game that where like the cooking mechanic and like the carrying foods and like yeah. thinking about like oh what foods do I want to have in my bag for what I want to do, it made me think in a different way that I hadn't mm. done before. You might like yeah. Death Stranding then, Kevin. Did you play Death Stranding? Oh, I really like Death Stranding. There it is. France. Same, really same like system. <laughs> what do I need to bring with me? All right. What's up? <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
It was bound to happen. Nothing. Um, I'm sure something else on the list that people will mention. Like, I'm new voicemail. To, Fuck you. I'm trying to yeah. think of other big. We told you not to leave a message. <laughs> I told you. I'm trying to think of other big titles that we could think of. Oh, uh, so, so I'm gonna, what do you guys think of Portal I, Two? I, um, so uh, to throw Portal here's, Two here's out. My there. problem with the Portal games. Okay. I just never really played them. Oh well, because that will be a problem in rating. Because I, I hate puzzle games. I'm, Ooh, I'm, so yeah. I get so frustrated easily, so cool. and I don't think outside of the box. And puzzle mm. game, like when people talk about The Witness, when people talk about Portal, those are games that I've seen let's plays of, mm. and I enjoy them, and I think they're awesome. But playing them myself, yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Witness is way more puzzly than, really than Portal. What's up? Portal's a lot, just mostly hey, logic. DJ Kento. Hey, DJ Kento. DJ Kento. Uh, I wanted to say my game of the year. Uh, is, or a game of the decade is undoubtedly Skyrim. Oh, wow. That is a decade game. The amount yeah. of people still playing Skyrim is unbelievable. Even last year. Well, like, they keep releasing it on shit. Yeah, that's that's a great that's a great point. Yeah. When, when was Skyrim? 2011? 2011, yeah. 2011. That's crazy. Yeah. Kento, what drew you to Skyrim over everything else? Like, what is it about the game that stands above I, all these other heavy hitters? I think every other heavy hitter has some inspiration from Skyrim. Mm. Like, it's, it's systems, it's mechanics, Zelda it's world. Did. Breath of the Wild did, yeah. Yeah, everything I feel like of the past decade falls back to that at some point, or got some inspiration from that. And the fact that, like, last year, uh, there was a report on GameIndustry.biz where they... Like checked, and fifty thousand players were still playing it at one time on Steam alone. So if you extrapolate that to every other system it was played on or sold to, like it's unbelievable what, mm-hmm. what kind of an impact that had. That's true. That's cool. It's a good yeah. choice. Right. Yeah, great thanks point. For, yeah, thanks for calling in. Thanks, Kanto. Yeah, it worked. Um, I will. Uh, uh, along, along. Is the what's that do? We hung up. Hey, on pause, him? but. I he's, think you should just get you got to hit back. That's yeah. The, just hang up and then and then open and then up the line so it. that no other calls come in. Well, are we taking more or no? We're, we will in a bit. Yeah, we will in a bit. Just let me yeah, know okay. so that I can. It's offline right yeah. now. Yeah, right? yeah, we'll go. In a bit. Last okay. time I did that, there was someone um, on there though. That's why I checked. I think Grand Theft Auto Five is one to put on that list where yeah. that game just never stops. But I, um, I feel oh, yeah. like, and and I get what you're saying with the like the you're talking about like the multiplayer online aspect, right? Grand Theft Auto Five. It also just it sells five million copies every. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I just want to, like, I feel like San Andreas was, like, the first one one of the, you know, for the decade conversation. It wasn't this decade. Huh? San Andreas was not this decade. Oh, no. shit. I have no... All right, my bad. San Andreas was, like, uh, 2005. Really? Right, I think. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, never mind. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. All good. Um, yeah, there's only two Rockstar games this entire decade, I think. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Wait, hold on. Let me double check that because I want to yeah, make sure. Yeah, no, no, because uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 was like 2008. It's when I first moved to Austin. 2007, okay. maybe? I'm, I'm looking at Red Dead Redemption 1. Oh, Red Dead 1 was 2011 or 2010. Okay, so that would count. So three Rockstar games this generation. Or not uh, this decade. Yeah. Um, I think Red Dead 1 is absolutely a game that could be put on that list. Yeah, absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. I like it a lot more than 2, yeah. personally. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I put so many hours into that game too. I think the 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 person who enjoys more who enjoys technology a lot mm-hmm. as somebody who, you know, I I worked in graphics and stuff like that, and somebody who enjoys visual fidelity, I I'd probably say I'd enjoy part two more just because I feel yeah. like it's really similar to part. It's a one. much bigger accomplishment for sure. For sure, yeah, yeah. and you know, just seeing that gameplay, uh, you know, again, it runs in four K on Xbox One X, which I think was like such a, a technical achievement and mm-hmm. it, it's gorgeous and the hdr is beautiful and the environments are 
awesome and everything just sort of feels real in that right. game. Um, if it, like that game, Red Dead Redemption 2, if it took like one or two steps back from the realism, like Kevin mentioned that you're going for, I would enjoy it a lot more. Sure. I think if you had all that stuff, but with Red Dead Redemption 1's like systems and mechanics, yeah. I would love it. Yeah. It's just that one little, like just a bit too far for me. Yeah. Red, th- Red Dead 1 is absolutely on that list. I think, uh, um, I'd assume the first Bioshock would be on everybody's lists. 2008. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, shit. We, then you know what? I'll go Infinite. Because in, Infinite is a game that I... When it comes to Bioshock 1 and 2, I never played 2. Mm-hmm. And the first... Bio, now we're just going to talk about which Bioshock <laughs> is the best Bioshock. But the first Bioshock is a game that I half experienced with a lot of friends in the room that were talking and just shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. So I never fully got enveloped in that story. I don't remember anything about that game. And I think there's sort of this Mandela effect with me where I convinced myself that I beat it. But now that I think of it, I don't think I ever beat the first Bioshock. You would remember if you beat it because that last boss is pretty fucking disappointing. Okay, yeah. I, I just don't think I, I don't think I kindly wait to talk about this till I <laughs> <laughs> But Bioshock Infinite is a game that uh, that when I beat it, Ooh, yeah, I, like I immediately I was dating a girl at the time and I was had her apartment and she was she, she had watched like the first five hours to ten hours of me playing the game mm-hmm. and she kind of got disinterested and walked but w- when I beat it I needed to talk to somebody about it I, <laughs> and I needed to just sort of uh, unwrap my feelings and mm-hmm. my emotions and what my brain process was uh, was what my what my mind was going through at the time and I remember looking up and I just I looked up uh I, I think I just Googled Bioshock Infinite, and I was looking for essays on it just to yeah. kind of, you know, have somebody else there with me to talk to, even though they wouldn't respond. And at the time, Cliff Blazinski had written an essay on it because he had just beaten it. Mm-hmm. And he, too, was like, I got to fucking talk about this <laughs> game because I, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, it was so cool seeing somebody else going through the exact same thing, except this is the guy that created, created Gears of War, <laughs> and him being like, wow, I need to just open up. I need to just type on a computer for about two hours and just let everybody know how I feel. Right. Uh, and I just thought that game was awesome. And it did the same thing for me where I love those big Christopher Nolan twists. And mm-hmm. I love those moments of uh, whenever a game can can sort of convey the feeling of w- what is real, what just happened. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. I'm a sucker for m- moments like that in movies and in games. And I think Bioshock Infinite did that for me. Yeah, I really yeah. like Bioshock Infinite. I remember hearing some people being like, "Yeah, I was I didn't really like it." I That's kind of really? me. I'm, I'm yeah, it never I, I like it. I, was like, I liked I really it a lot like at it. the time. I, yeah. Then as I got through the year, I'm like, there are parts of this. I, there's a title middle portion of that game I think could have been entirely excised. Like, oh, I, once you get to the ghost stuff, like this is not great. And then like the stuff with the the rebel leader and it kind of. Go, it goes a little both sides for sure, but overall, though, I still thought it was just such a great experience. If I think um, about Bioshock Infinite as that beginning with Elizabeth, parts occasionally like gliding across the handrails and all that, and the ending, I really like that game. Yeah, but when I start thinking about the parts I don't like, I'm like, this brings it down a bit for me. Sure, but I do think it, uh, uh, what gives it a higher grade for me mm-hmm. and why I think of it so highly is because I think it's so hard for a video game to end really well. Yes. And I sure. think that game just executed it so perfectly for me where mm-hmm. again, it, it was the the top spinning moment at the end of Inception. Like I know Inception is kind of a movie that we, you know, it's 
some people shit on because it's kind of like this is it this faux intellectual movie mm-hmm. for me I, I i love that top spinning moment i love whenever movies do that shit and when that ending happened by Shock infinite i was pretty blown away by yeah. it it's funny because i beat it and i'm like that you mentioned the ghost room and i was like huh i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i'm like i better go back and play this thing. i really enjoyed it I only remember the, there's something with a lighthouse. I just I don't yeah. remember. The That's end the thing. Now. I you, gotta go back. You tend to remember the best parts of that game. We'll talk about yeah. it off stream. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I almost don't play. want. I almost <laughs> want to just go back and play. It. But yeah, I'll never t- have uh, the time. So 2013. Whenever I think about game of the year 2013, like mm-hmm. I I put Bioshock Infinite over The Last of Us Two, um, or The Last of Us One, um, because I think I thought they both did awesome stuff story wise, but I just enjoyed the gameplay of yeah. sliding across those handrails, using my different powers to do different things to big enemies, small enemies. I yeah. I enjoy that a lot. I enjoy that sort of gameplay more than this sort of brutal stealth that mm-hmm. Last of Us has. Yeah. Let me throw out a possibly weird choice: Saints Row the Third. Never played it. Never played no, it. Never even played it. It is, I think, that is where good things. that like open world crime game, like that is the pinnacle for me. Like there is so much smart design in that game between like the very inventive mini games, the just they figured out at some point we're not gonna beat GTA. Like we don't have the money, the budget, like we whatever. We have to do our own uh yeah. sort of version of that. You yeah. Know? So they made a comedy game. With like a, just a bunch of connected set pieces in an open world, and it worked out far better than you would think it ever should. So like when I think about that game, the th- moment I think about is you decide you need a penthouse for your crime syndicate. So you just there's a like some teenager owns a penthouse up at the top of this building. They're partying right now. Let's just fucking go there and take it over. So you drop in from a helicopter as power by Kanye West is playing and then go there and just shoot it up. It's like, holy shit, this is like, it's not only well designed, it is extremely well paced in a way that most open world games are not. What, what year did a that game come out? Game of the 2011. Decade. I would like to think. <laughs> I feel like you're just naming great games of the decade. Yeah, no, that, that's was, totally that what we're actual, doing. Yeah, well. Not actually game of the decade, but it's it on be that list. like in your top like it w- is absolutely my top ten. Okay, just wow, okay. Right. that's yeah. what I wanted. I was fishing. For I want to go back. Really? To, I, I would kind love to go back to those meeting and contract rooms where Kanye is allowing his song to be in a video. <laughs> like I, I want to know <laughs> how much he knew about the game. Like, did he? You know? Yeah. No. I feel yes. like that's you, you pay a license just licensing. Fee. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he asked a few questions, but I'm sure they're short. There was. I don't e- think he even sits down in a meeting, right? It's not like that. There was. I, an, I want to imagine he does that. <laughs> he comes in and meets where with he's the like, well, development he, he's team. like, well, what are the combat mechanics? Yeah. <laughs> he like, he wants like, to approve it wow. first. I mean, how's like the save system? Were yeah. either of you at that E3 where what? Kanye was there? No, that was like that was where he showed the game with his mom, right? No, that was just one where he was just on the floor and he was going to meetings. Yeah, three ish. Yeah, so I forget what game it was, but I was in a meeting for something, and it's like, hey guys, I know we said we're gonna start here. I'm really sorry, but we have a special guest. So once he gets here, we'll start the demo reel. Might have been Last Guardian, I don't know. But (laughs) then we waited, I think, like 20 minutes, and then somebody comes in. Like whispers into the demoer's ear. The demoer looks more despondent than I've ever seen anyone look. Oh, no. Like literally head hanging. Is like Kanye's not coming. <laughs> it's like okay, cool. We're all 10, 20 minutes late. Just fucking start the yeah. demo. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. All right, let's uh, let's do another. Yeah, we can take another call. call. Let's go for yeah, it. Put the number up. Go for it. Um, uh, I want to throw out for my game of the decade. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think that uh, what, uh, Odyssey, uh, not Mario, Super Mario. No, Mario. No, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, uh, like I did not expect. Like I really enjoyed Assassin's Creed. Oh. Yeah, let's go. There's the pick. It's we'll go back one. to you. Go. What's up? <laughs> Welcome to Games. So I didn't understand what was going on for this, but to talk about Game of the Decade, you have to mention Final Fantasy XIV and their huge comeback. Yeah, from their really shitty launch. That's and fair. Yeah. Six Siege taking Ubi games from being an Ubi game to being something that people look forward to finally, and how they keep on continuing those games. This mm. is you, Nano, right? Yeah, this is me. Okay, got okay. it. Okay, you. Recognize voice voices. Tone. Yeah. Well, he was just here. Yeah. Yeah. Final, <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. It is. I would. I would argue it's probably the MMORPG right now, like in a genre that is mostly dead. Like it's yeah, I mean, they revitalized how classes work. They basically changed up how MMOs should be and raise the bar to be at the modern level. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely play see that it. forever. Yeah. I need to get into it. I keep telling myself I will and then not actually doing it. Maybe once I get bored of Borderlands. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. I, lo- I love its redemption for sure. You know, it, when, when games start off rough. But they're but there's so much promise behind them, and then they find the success that I think the like when I think of No, yeah, Man's, like no Man's Sky, Sky. right? I, I love I love good stories like that, you know, mm-hmm. where I, I think if when publishers put faith in developers, <laughs> it's fine. There was a ring when publishers put faith in developers <laughs> to write the ship. Yeah, um, I think that's such a good sort of signal to the rest of the gaming industry. So you're behind Anthem 2.0. Sure, I probably won't play it, but yeah. It's like how Nano mentioned, like they out (laughs) Ubisoft at Ubisoft, and Ubisoft does that kind of thing all the time of, this game didn't launch well, maybe we can just fix it, and then it becomes like a huge fucking thing. Yeah. I think the Rainbow Six Siege is kind of the same, you know, it kind of of debuted, you know, pretty uh, lukewarm. Was was it broken? Siege? It was yeah. not like it well was very liked. like it, it wasn't limited well scope. Liked, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, it was but just I, very limited scope. I just mean that you know when 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 publishers don't give up on games and allow their developers to really see the full potential of yeah. what a title mm-hmm. can be, I, I love shit like that, and mm-hmm. I th- yeah. I think that's what helps out the industry a lot. Where you know bigger publishers need to put more faith in their developers, um, yeah, and, and not and not give up so easily, and understand that. It's it's fucking hard, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, and think it, like iterating on stuff takes a very long time, and you got to work with the community. And like, I've been wanting to throw Destiny out there. You know, oh one, yeah, one and two, which has influenced a ton of games. You know, oh yeah, you which can one do you love, think is the better? Love game? and hate the ups and downs, but Destiny is a behemoth in terms of what it's done and how it's influenced. And certainly for me, like I've spent now whatever, 3,500 hours or 4,000, like a, a ridiculous amount of, I guess it's probably goes to 3,000, but it's a lot between That's a lot. destiny one and two. Yeah. I That's played three destiny times one. the most hours I've ever put into a game. I know. Yeah. I played destiny one, like about uh, 2000 hours. And then now whatever destiny two is, you can go to wasted on destiny.com and find out it's crazy. But, um, I would put, anyway. um, I would put, Maybe Mass Effect three on the list. Even three though, over two. Speaking yeah, of spick, well, sticking with stuff. Oh, that's like, true. Um, you might have mostly to just up. mostly just because I love Mass Effect. Um, yeah, but I don't. I, again, Dude. I don't. I don't love the way the game ended. Obviously, we've you've heard why. I don't want to fucking beat a dead horse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that game had incredible story moments uh, for me that I still remember. 
that that I still think about a lot. <laughs> would you pick? You would pick three over two though. Well, well again, two was two thousand nine. No, it, really. Two was two thousand nine. Yeah. I thought it was twenty ten. No. Okay. I was uh, my, my. It was right on the. The I had PS3 January version might have been. Tw- but yeah, maybe yeah. it was at the. Uh, it would make sense. It was the end of two thousand nine. I, I saying, believe it was. I might be. Yeah. You know. Something. Yeah, it was something like that. I had just moved out of I my saw, one yeah. bedroom. Yeah, I always put my place. Yeah. Like, I always put my uh, my mind in like where was I in community college or has that? Yeah, I have to think about where where was I sitting when yeah. I played yeah, that I always game. Look it up. I don't know. I'm oh, seeing... 2010. Well, I don't what know. Was... Wait. Yeah, that's what I saw in the first place, but you guys have me tripping now. Oh, so. yeah. Janu- Wait, what? You sure it didn't get delayed? January 2010 It is a 2010 right. game. See? Yeah. I told you. Okay, so yeah. So we're... the question stands. Yeah. Was uh, three or two? I would uh, pick two. I would put yeah, two yeah, over yeah. three. Yeah. Two was just exactly. better written. Like... Yeah, two was better written. Two had all the... It's more cohesive uh, across the, the board. I still think about those companion missions. I think mm-hmm. those are th- those companion quests are still so important to building good character arcs in video games, you know? I remember dragging my PC with me on vacation because I could not stop playing Mass Effect 2. Wow. Mm. I was like, this is a terrible idea, but what else am I going to do? Mass Effect 2 (laughs) is what made me love the franchise. Yes. Because when 1 came out, I thought it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, and I gave up on it pretty quickly. Mm. But then when Part 2 was about to come out, I said, you know what? I should probably beat Part 1. And I played part one, and I fucking loved it. And and then I played part two. I was like, this is even better. Yeah. You know, like, Dude, it, just upgrades it so just, much. It, I, it's sort of... Um, it changed some focus, which I didn't necessarily like, but it's an objectively better game for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think all those those story moments were really well done, and I, mm-hmm. I still think about... I say, I say companion. I meant loyalty missions. Mm-hmm. Um, it just That word just now hit me. <laughs> but uh, I think about how cool the jacob's loyalty mission is where you go to the planet to look for his father and his father's fucking crazy you know yeah. like so <laughs> jack's loyalty mission all that stuff is just so well done and everybody was so different you know mm-hmm. and you find your favorites you find your companions and you know for me it was it was garrison liara and then it was garrison thane you know i just loved thane's arc he was so awesome yeah i'm gonna throw out dark souls yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Which is, I think, glad pro- you did. Changed yeah. video games. Changed video, like a tiny little studio in Japan that used to just make not garbage, but very like overlooked, mediocre games. Basically, like Star Dude, Wars is copying them at this point. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so influential. It's funny. Like I was going through, and I was like, well. I still have to finish Sekiro, um, but I never took the time to get into Dark Souls after Demon Souls and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, you know, Dark Souls uh, three and just Dark Souls period yeah. um, is crazy. You know the influence. So I mean, I mean that's got to be in a lot of people's top. Even remove it from the influence, like just so parts of that game are so well done in a way that like well, details that games don't get right all the time. Like every enemy in Dark Souls. If they're there, there's a reason, both gameplay-wise and lore-wise. Mm-hmm. So if a if an enemy's in a weird place, there's usually like some internal explanation you make in your head of like, wait, why would this enemy down, be down here? Then you like you look around like, oh, there's a shortcut from this place to this place. Mm-hmm. So that's probably how the enemy got down here. Like the, it, when I was talking about Jedi Fallen Order, like sometimes it feels like there's kind of haphazard uh, oh, placement of enemies. Dark Souls, like from software, gets it so right yeah. in a way that I, I wish everyone would actually like. They would put more consideration to, into their games in placement like that. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I think they would have wanted to. It's funny. That's what I said about Fallen Order. I f- 
it's absolutely about combat, but it was about exploration and the gaining the power more than meaning the, the refinement of combat and yeah, Dark Souls and Sekiro is just incredible. Yeah. I just feel like it's such a different game, even though the core combat idea is the same. When you apply the refinement and the focus on mm -hmm. combat, like that's what Dark Souls and Sekiro and everything's about. Where Fallen Order, you can have fun with all that stuff. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel, yeah, that's why sometimes you just see like a group of 12 enemies and you're like, uh, it's a little disorganized, but I'm, I'm just going to beat the crap out of them. Where I, I don't think Dark Souls uh, does that really, no, right? You have exactly. To, it's very. Everything has to be very careful. One considered. on one, maybe one on two, so to speak. Like, you're very calculated fights at all. If times. I'm taking on two people in Dark Souls, then I'm extremely confident. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so otherwise, you get a lure away. All but right. um, uh, that's got to be in so many top tens. Damn, it's, we were supposed to talk about uh, Game Award Show. Were we supposed to? Because it wasn't on the rush. We I did mean, a I game it was Daily. A good idea. You did it on Games Daily. Yeah. Okay. We'll I just we, want. We let still me have say my piece about Game. Go Wars. for it. Let we me say my piece yeah. about Game Awards. Because we still have a show before. Yeah. You know, it'll be it'll be up. Sure. Yeah. Next, well, I just don't know week. what I'll be doing. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> we we might be doing. Everybody wants to know what the number one game journalist wants uh, thinks about the Game Awards, guys. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody want you know put that out on IGN and all those websites, Kevin. Okay. Yeah. Um, I. I think if Apex Legends released last month, it would absolutely be on the Game Awards list. I think Apex Legends changed uh, the way first-person shooters are looked at and influenced and will influence a lot of future first-person shooter games. <laughs> I think it changed the genre. I think it um, it's the best-feeling first-person shooter I've played. Oh, it feels mm -hmm. awesome. Um, the, the pinging system, the contextual pinging of items and enemies and places. Uh, I think, again, when I'm playing Overwatch, I was like, fuck, I wish I could ping where an enemy is. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that always sort of comes back to me. Um, uh, I, I think it's recency bias. I think it came out in February, and it had enough trouble. It had enough time. Enough time passed to where the game could hit a, a down moment. Yeah, games and service kind of suffer from that because, like, the, th it's either what have you done for me lately or... I remember having negative feelings at some point about yes, this. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I think had the game, again, come out last month, it would still be riding a high. Mm -hmm. And we would still be talking about how, oh my god, EA and, and Respawn released a free-to-play Battle Royale, and it's really good? Yeah. Holy shit, how is this possible? This is crazy. We'd still be on this high. Because when it came out, everybody was talking about it, and everybody was playing it. And it was the number one thing on Twitch. Mm -hmm. But again, it came out in February or whatever, and it had enough time to hit those valleys, right? Yeah. Uh, those valleys I, of of the controversy with the developers. It had enough time to hit the controversy or uh, loot boxes. The, the loot boxes. Yeah. Where's the content? They haven't given us anything new. With Fortnite being always on a high, and Fortnite always, again, overworking workers, and there's yeah. a lot of crunch there. But to consumers, they see, holy shit, there's always a new thing every s several weeks, and mm -hmm. Apex hit that valley. And but if the game came out recently, we wouldn't be talking about any of that because it'd be brand new and cool to us. I I think they did a phenomenal job with Apex. I would challenge that a little bit though, in that uh, I'd love to know what you think it did for first-person shooters. I, I mean, it's great; it feels great. Um, but beyond the ping system, like I mean, I think the what did I think the running for... I think the running and sliding is something that every game should have. Yeah. Uh, I think when I. When I think back of other console battle royale games, mm -hmm. that is still the best one in my opinion. Where PUBG came out, 
and it was on Xbox for a mm-hmm. while, and it I thought it felt like garbage. Yeah. And it felt really, really bad. This was the first uh, first-person Battle Royale experience that wasn't Fortnite that came out on a console where everybody said, holy shit, oh, this is what everybody's all jacked up about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? The- and I agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but you talked about, like, the genre as a whole. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it, it's used... All of the tricks that I mean, that's a company that's been making, you know, Call of Duty and modern. You yeah, know. I think I just uh, they, I think movement wise, it brought it all together so nice. Yeah. yeah, I agree. The mobility is amazing in that game. Yeah, but, um, I mean, it's not like you're wrong about that. I was just saying that, like, I would challenge the idea that it it would belong on Game of the Year had it just launched. Um, and I say that because it was like one map, limited, you know, things to choose from, free to play, great start, feels amazing, but yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's a recency thing. I think if you look at the panel. And what they chose for game of the year, because Fortnite wouldn't be on here either, I don't think, had Fortnite just hit its stride two months ago. Using the same example, I don't think they would have put Fortnite on game of the year either. Um, really? I, I per- I'm only saying that only because, like, if you look at the panel of games, like, it's so, it's so towards, like, what we see in God of War of this, like, breadth of story and gameplay design that's fresh. And I'd, know, re- look- I'd replace Smash Bros. with Apex Legends. One thousand percent. Oh, that you know what's funny? Like, Smash Bros. being on here, fair enough. I don't know why that one made it versus everything else. No, although I love Smash because they put it in the emails for nominations. But yeah, like I, they're <laughs> like, by the way, Smash Brothers is what, what? eligible this year, and that was which reminded people that Smash Brothers is out. And yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting it. Like where the panel looks at stuff. Yeah, like yeah. normally you see them lean into stuff like just Sekiro, Resident Evil, Control. So, Strand, so, so to know. me, this Apex Legends of this year was the Overwatch of three years ago mm-hmm. or two or whatever it was, uh, where it was, it was the multiplayer game that sort of showed people that people still play a lot of... Uh, the casual fan can still be really, really into an online shooter, and also it's free, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's the Overwatch of several years ago that um, everybody played, and I, and I, I thought it, it, it caught the games industry kind of by storm. Yeah. It probably really short moment, but still it was really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is the best free to play shooter launch I've ever seen. Meaning it was so smooth, uh, despite, you know, minor things here and there, but I was like, I couldn't believe it was free. Yeah. You know, it definitely had that uh, appeal to me. But again, I I love apex legends. Again, I think it's just, uh, you know, the first thing when it comes out and we say, Holy shit, EA allowed this. You know, it's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite was best ongoing game last year. It was not game of the year. So you're right. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Um, well, g- well, because uh, Fortnite was the similar thing to... Uh, when Fortnite launched, it wasn't the big hit until the following year. I remember that those discussions of like, does it no, get No, last year, year? it would have been. Last year would have been the time where it already started getting huge. I mean, it yeah. wa- I was already getting very big at the end But of, it was out before uh, that. 20, mm-hmm. uh, it was out the pre... 17. It, it came, yeah, out, came 2017. out summer 2017. Then Battle Royale came that end of that September. year. So yeah. The ge- yeah. The, the game came out, what was it, April or May or Ju- Fortnite in general. Fortnite Save the World came out July. Yeah, Ju- yeah July. Yeah, maybe it was... July 2017. Uh, Okay, I remember because yeah. I was yeah, at the right, game from our office. And then um, in September is when yeah. um, Fortnite Battle Royale came out. But yeah. The, the, it was ticking already a lot by the end of 2017, yeah. but 2018 is when it just blew up. And then March of 2018 is the Drake moment with Ninja. And like, that's when yeah. it was really hitting its like insane heights. But, I also think Outer Wilds should be on the game of the year list. Uh, yeah. Because it's on me, Best Direction, but not Best Game, which is a weird. Yeah. I, I, I think that. Um, it should have been the the Celeste of this year because mm-hmm. I feel like every year 
you got to have at least one indie on Game of the Year just to kind of cover everything. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think Outer Wilds should have been that game where I, it's my Game of the Year. I, I, no other game has made me feel the way that game has made mm-hmm. made me feel. I think they had bad luck with both of the Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds thing. Sure. But also, I think it came out at a bad time. Yeah, I was going to say, so like, that one, I think, more so from the recency side of stuff. Like, it uh, was summer, actually. Yeah, so I want to say it was around ago, E3. So, like, when you get it, a bunch of people who have to be at E3 to do the nominations, yeah. it's just harder to get, like, those games as part of the conversation. Yeah, maybe it, it you're right. It's uh, we always speculate the why's. Like who knows why? Ultimately it's because of the panel. The panel just has its tastes and that's what yeah. made it. But meaning Resident Evil 2 was like back in February something, right? I mean, that January. made it. So it's yeah. not a recency thing. But that's also but, but that's also Resident Evil to me. To, yeah, yeah, like that know? stands like, out so easily. But yeah. actually I kind of wonder to Imran's point had Outer Wilds released earlier and given people more time to play it, maybe Maybe it would have ended up on the list, like yeah. inverse to you never know. It releasing like... right now because there's too much going on. And what I'm getting at is people are playing like you know Fallen Order and all these other games, Outer Worlds and you know Outer Wilds. They may not have gotten. To. I was extremely happy to just see the internet be as positive as I was when I beat it, and mm-hmm. seeing Danny O'Dwyer and Mike Mahardy uh, and just other people from Gamespot or uh, IGN tweeting out about. Holy shit! You all need to play this game because yeah. uh, again, I just think I think I saw Schreier say it was his game of the year. It's it's such a it's such a weird, unique thing. Uh, a lot of people have complained about. I don't want to say complain. It's like whining or whatever. A lot of people have had issues with like controlling of the, uh, yeah, the spaceship. The spaceship. I, I didn't have any issues, but again, I'm really good at games. It takes a while. <laughs> Super good. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> all right. How about we take one more phone call? Let's do one more phone call. Locked and loaded, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You like that, right? It's really good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fan. Oh, I knew that you liked that. It's just so perfect. All right, we got another call coming through. Perhaps we'll see. Maybe everyone's Um, giving up. Yeah, I mean, Outer Wilds reviewed really well, though. So it did. I'm gonna play it before we do our game of the year stuff for sure. Oh my god, I can't like. It's a game that I had to look online for a decent amount of help because it's very puzzly and my brain doesn't work that way. But. (laughs) Holy shit, man. Those moments, it's like watching Interstellar in a goddamn uh, IMAX. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like those moments of grandiose, holy yeah. shit. Oh, totally. What's up? Hey, this is uh, Andrew in uh, Marietta, Georgia. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, guys. How's it going? You're on uh, Kind of Funny Games Cast Live with what him, we, Run, what and Andy. for you? <laughs> hey, so I've been... Uh, We've talked about the games of the past decade. I kind of wanted to go in a different direction. Um, we have we have four or five major um, first-party PlayStation games that we know about that are coming, uh, being um, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, Spider-Man 2, God of War 2. Um, when do you guys think those are coming? Um, what's like, if you could say, this is coming in fall 2020, 2021, um, what do you think the order of those coming out in? And going forward, what are you looking most forward to? Great question. Uh, yeah, I, I would guess, personally, I'm going to hang up on you, no problem. Or, <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Another personal. Listen live. Thank you. I'm on my phone and also calling on my phone, so I'm going to hop back over. All right, All sounds right. good. I think um, I, I have like this sort of conspiracy theory about Goza Tsushima mm-hmm. that they may have... This is just total, total specu- uh, speculation, but I think that that game may have undergone kind of a rethinking of what it is. Mm-hmm. 
and I wonder if it would have come out sooner, but then they said, you know what, maybe maybe this should be uh, a Soulsborne game, or vice versa. Maybe yeah. it was, and they wanted to change the the sort of vibe of it. Because they, they've been working on it since Second Sun wrapped, which was 2014? Yeah, I feel that sounds about right. Uh, so they've had a long time to be on it, and they've only showed it at, it was E3 last year, was the only time we've actually seen it. So they, whatever they're working on has either undergone some monumental changes or they intend to fill it with a bunch of shit. Or Can't may- go far right now. Ask him. I, or maybe I think – or <laughs> it got to a point where they said, should we uh, – you know, do we up the tech on this because it will be a PS5 release? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I think – I think I want to think that initially it was intended to be a PS4 thing. They've reiterated PS4 again recently. Okay. So I'd assume it's still like aiming I, for that. There, I'm sure there will be a PS5 version for I, sure. Yeah, I don't think it's a full iteration. I, I think that Sony's just been spending time on these big games that are first party. Like, I mean, they've learned the lesson to to not rush out, but they also have pretty big catalogs. So, meaning, yeah. like, what last year you had Spider Man, you know, amongst many other things, and mm-hmm. it was like we don't really need uh, Ghost Tsushima then. I mean, that's meaning it that's, was didn't, you didn't need it. That's and supposedly why it's not coming. You don't really out need it soon. next year, and this year they have Death well, Stranding, and like so to speak. I mean, you always want. From a Schreier report, I think it was, it was supposed to come out around summer of next year, but with Last of Us being pushed back, yeah, it's pushing Ghost of Shima back as well because you can't put sure. both those games at the same time. Yeah, but so, that's for next year. Yeah. Right? So meaning to me, it's it's I, I I in other words, I don't know that they did full iteration changes so much as like they've just been spending their time, I think, to get it right. And I mean, I'm sure God of War went through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. You know, God of War, I, don't I think, recall like hearing when no, it was they supposed did. Yeah, there, Yoshido yeah. like played it. He's like, Whoops. this game is bad. Whoops. So they like re basically rejiggered it until it worked. Yeah, like I me, mean, I feel like they're I just. I you're checking every time. Giving no, I accidentally hung up on it or called nine one one. I wanted to make sure <laughs> I didn't do that, but um, just you know, maybe I'm just playing contrarian. But I feel mm-hmm. like if you look at the catalog, they're really good games. They're taking definitely three to five right. years. So, so that that's unusual. that's Ghost of Shima. Horizon Zero Dawn, I think, might be a launch title. We're all hoping for that, right? Because we don't really know anything about it. Do they call it Horizon Zero Dawn 2, Horizon 2, Horizon other subtitle? Forza Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, Forza Horizon Zero Dawn. Blow your minds. Horizon Zero Zero Dusk. Mm. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Actually... Wow. You see what I did Holy there? shit. You like that, don't you? I love that. <laughs> Wait, horizon Outer Woods. <laughs> yeah. Outer Woods. The Outer Horizons. Um, so yeah. you, think that's a, you think that's a winter? I think that's probably what they're aiming for. Skylines. Because what, what is a better game to show off the PS5 than like a new the Horizon Decima game? Decima 2.0. Decima 2.0, yeah. all that jazz. For sure. Man, I just think that's super soon. It is... Like, it's a year from now. So. For a game of how... Well, wouldn't that have been three years, though? 2017 to... Yeah. It would be three years. Yeah. It? And they and it, like, it actually adds up, but that would... That game came out I'd a month... I'd be shocked if it happened. But it came it out awesome. a month before Breath of the Wild. We've already seen Breath of the Wild 2 as an existing product. Sure. So I would not be shocked to see but Zero Bre- Dawn at the same time. But Breath of the Wild 2 is... Based on the same stuff, yeah. Yeah, that, that that's my only caveat with that, mm-hmm. where... When I think, was Breath of the Wild 2 a question from, oh no, that was, he was only asking about Sony first parties. Um, Yeah, when I I think Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is maybe like uh, early 2021. See, it's so close. Like like the infamous kind of place. Yeah. yeah, Well, where Horizon Zero Dawn launched. Like it it launched in February, didn't it? It launched in February, yeah. Yeah. 
But like I remember Infamous was supposed to be not a launch title but launch window and it was three months after the PS4 came out. I believe three months. You're wrong, Kadomi. I'm so thankful that I went back to beat Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a game I need that, to I, do that I still have I put to, five I hours into. Meets, that's exactly and then what I did. Immediately jumped into Zelda and mm-hmm. got lost in that for months. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I ever got out of that. Uh, that was my, that was playing. my problem. Like my brain is still in there. Is I started playing that game, then Zelda came out, then Nier, then Yakuza Zero, and like they all came out di- around that time. Basically, going back to Horizon was, uh, I think, one of the best decisions I've ever made. Where okay. I, I, th- early on, I felt kind of bored with Aloy and what, that was whatever was going too. on. Um, but I think the story gets really, really good towards the latter half, um, along with the combat being great. I didn't love yeah. the combat at first. But walking and seeing a giant robot dinosaur, it's like, oh, I know how to take these out now. And yeah. I have my strategy of how to do it. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was a really, really damn good game. Yeah, I need to... I w- I'm not necessarily feeling the combat in the game. But I, I guess one of my worries is going back to that game, it's been oh, you'll two be years. Lost yeah. Well. yeah, be lost you and also not remember how the combat and stuff works at all. I always do that too, but it... It'll take you thirty minutes, but you'll be fine. Okay. I went. I, I went back to Outer Worlds after you hated it first. stopping playing Outer Worlds because of Death Stranding, and mm-hmm. now I'm like, fuck, I'm lost in Outer Worlds. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't remember really anything. I really love that thing in Jedi Fallen Order that tells you like every aspect of the game, from story to controls to yeah. whatever, is extremely easy to find as soon as you boot that game up. Yeah, it's really really cool. All right, but yeah, so we don't. I think we only picked one of those like. Um, when they're coming out, right? But what was the fourth oh, one? He got a war two. Spider Man two. Spider Man two. Spider Man two. I think probably not coming at launch. I think it's a Christmas twenty twenty one title. Okay. God of War two. I would say. I don't know. Twenty that soon, man. I, I assume Insomniac started working on that thing immediately. Yeah, but wait, when did Spider Man come out? It came out last year. Last year. Yeah. No, I just feel like no. I, <sighs> it was early last year. It, Keep in mind, it was August-ish, I think. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I was going to say late oh, 2022 right. makes yeah. sense. Three three full years for that. I um, think... Especially with that... Um, with as hard as Sony has been showing off Spider-Man 1 on PS5 and being like, this is how we're going to prove or how b- different this game is. Mm. I think a Spider-Man 2... A, I know too much about this, so I can't speculate too much. Okay. I think a Spider-Man 2 will, prob- like, will come sooner than we think. Okay. All right. Well, it's hard get, to counter that. Give me real horny right here. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. That was, dude. That was really cool. Uh, I think that even I though can confirm it feels great to play as an with those journalist. goals. Though, <laughs> Sony wants to get stuff right, and with a new platform, I wouldn't be surprised to see it in 2022. But yeah, I just guess. God of War, I think, is a 2022 game. You love to see it. You love to see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God, well, of War. God of War was 2018. Yes. Um, also last year. April. I think yeah. that's 2022. I think that game just takes longer. I was going to guess that one. Well, let's see. It would be over three years at the end of 2022. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I would guess. Ho- holiday 2022 for God, the next God of War. Yeah. Give them like tons of time on a whole new platform. I'd say and, fall 2022. And even that is, yeah, like a, a very hard push. But uh, what about Days Gone 2? We didn't talk about that one. So. <laughs> that I, I, w- I actually want to see more from that Save world. Save that for another time. That wasn't on the list. Yeah. I th- yeah, those are all the games he mentioned. Ghost so. Tsushima... We already guessed that on a previous games guest, though. I think we we thought it might be close to the PS5 launch and maybe. I, I'm, I'm still thinking late summer, maybe. Because, like, keep in mind, Last of Us 1 released, like, maybe five months before the PS4 came out. 
Yeah, I think it was. It was like right. a June or something, yeah. right? So like they're not afraid to like put something right up against it, especially if they're... actually no. I know it was in June because I put up an anniversary piece. And it was E three as well. And it was uh, it was ju- it was actually ju- like June twelfth. Yeah, it was like E three week. Because I remember like so. <laughs> wanting to go home and play it. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is gonna do it for your games cast, the first ever two hundred forty ninth episode. Sorry. For everything. That's right. Is there any um, cleanup at the end of the episode, Kevin, that we need to... Oh, there's a post-show. There's a post-show, baby. Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up here. We'll be back with a regular host next week? Yeah, next week. Maybe. For now, enjoy (laughs) your... (laughs) Presumably with regular host. (laughs) If not, then we'll at least get better... We'll be prepared for it. Where can uh, they find everybody? How about that? Imran? Yeah. Let's do that. Hold on. You fill the... Void we filled it. Andy, where can I find all of your awesome content? Not only on kind of funny, but I am Maximum Cortez on all my social platforms, mm-hmm. and on Twitch, I am Andy Cortez. Oh. My real name. Oh. Well, not my real not name. Maximum. <laughs> Max <laughs> is your real name. I never knew. No, I was gonna say <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Andres is my real you name. Like <laughs> what about uh, you, Fran? Kevin, oh, were Kevin. You say something. No, I was about to say, what about you, Fran? Oh. Great. <laughs> Nobody's for, left around. What are you doing for Friendsgiving? They already left the show. <laughs> anyway, you can find me also on Twitch. It's a great way to support me, FM3 underscore. Mm-hmm. Drop by there. And also I remind people about that uh, Epic store. is a great way if you're picking up PC games on the Epic store. I'm Fran Mirabella on there. Yeah, In case you want that Shenmue 3. That's right. Yeah. And you're Andy Cortez, right? Maximum Cortez. You're Maximum Cortez on Epic store. Mm-hmm. So you get the same problem I do. Fran Mirabella. And Maximum Cortez on the Epic Store support us there as well. You can find me at twitch.tv slash ImranZOMG. And I've got pretty much no other presence besides that and Twitter, which is the exact same name. Love it. All right. Let's wrap it up then. And Kevin Coelho is kind of funny. Kevin, go follow him too. Yeah. Go find him. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. (laughs) All right. See ya. Bye, guys. Boy. I love you. Time for the push-up.